When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Three of the four of us. Three of the four of us made it. It was nice of you guys to join. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. That's dedication. I'm like some people on this show regularly. Thank you, guys. Bobby Manning, for the second time this season, Bobby Manning has been fired from the Garden Report. (laughs) rest in peace to bobby it was a good run it's a good run um but uh, you know ultimately you know all good things come to an end and uh, he did some things you know he did some things he did some Um, things he 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 he, he was fine as we like to say he he was fine yeah he was fine but it's like if you don't watch it some guy named cornet's just going to come take your job and that's what happened Oh, all right. of a sudden, Cornette. a seven-footer will just sneak up on you and take your job, just like that. Just take your job. Just ask Kids Rob. Wanna, wanna, Rob might not. Yeah. Rob might never touch the floor again. It doesn't take he, much. He, so you knew Brad Stevens was going to find a way to not play Rob, right? <laughs> he's, he's, already, found it. He's, he's already seen enough. He's already seen he enough found to pass it. Rob in the depth chart. So if, when it comes down to who's starting next, it's either going to be Thompson or Cornette. You know, oh, well, what on, do we have? Right Moses. Look at this morose m effort right here. <laughs> I think it's on. Thing. Now I can't hear anybody. See what happens? This is what <laughs> happens when Bobby joins the party late. <laughs> That's a good word. I don't know that word. What? Morose. Morose, yeah. yeah um, to Google that. It's a good one. No, it just it, it it didn't really apply. It's more of a movie quote than anything. It just means kind of grumpy. But um, <laughs> what are you so morose well, about? What movie is that? But from? it's uh, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob. Look at yes. this morose. Mother what is this from? Syracuse. Syracuse Bong. is down twelve. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, it's not looking good. It's not at all. Did you replace like- Al? Did you replace that Al Horford jersey with the was it a Dice K? No, that's uh, Shane Victorino. The the Horford one's just fallen. I know Horford decided oh, okay. to take a brief retirement here at the end you of the year. Victorino so. for a jersey? God, that's weird. I was always a big fan of him with the Phillies. I was thrilled when yeah, he came here. He's legitimately crazy, like bipolar crazy. Yeah, and we <laughs> saw that at the end of his tenure here, but he got the good side in 2013. Wait, you, said, you said the Alpine just fell on its own, though? Or you did that? Yeah, it's just dropping. Okay, I gotta put oh, it back man. up. See, that's a that's a sign, man. That's a basketball guy. See, maybe that's mm-hmm. what it was. Right. Yeah, it started last night. Career. We're gonna welcome Jimmy back. I'm gonna rearrange my squares because this is how it works. I don't. Who think, is I don't this guy? Think, I thought. Oh, did we give him the bad news? Oh, yeah, I fired he comes, him. He, he oh, comes yeah, on late, like, screws up my audio, thinks he can just waltz on in here whenever he feels like it, 
when Syracuse is going to get smoked out of the building tonight, based on the last time I saw the score. I think that's why he's here. It's not looking good. That is yeah, why yeah. he's here. He said, well, if they're getting smoked, they'll pop on. Oh, thanks, Bobby. Thanks for gracing us with your presence as your team collapses. All right, Joe Sway. On the board. Now, you're, you're a little morose. Uh, Bobby, yeah, now, now, now it fits. Yeah, that's morose right there. That's Bobby. that's legit. So what's what's going on that's with Horford, Joe Sway? I, I don't really like this. Sitting 26 straight games end a year. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to get traded, but... Well, you clearly... That that management doesn't mess around. I mean, they're not going to just force themselves into a trade that they don't agree with. I think that's what happened. I mean, let's face it. We didn't hear much rumblings about Al Horford rumors anyways to begin with. So I think that alone just showed you how the market was for Al. And they kept trying to put him back out there. And I don't mean it like that. They're trying him out there like, you know, like he doesn't have... No, he was playing good this year, yeah. He was playing good basketball. But you can tell, though, they were... They were very careful with it, right, Bobby? They weren't putting him out there every single game. It was like they were saving it, making him look as sweet as possible, you know, selling him. And and look, I still think Al has, you know, plenty left. It's just that contract. No one wants to pick up that contract. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, you get the feeling that basically the conversation went something like this. Hey, Al, thinking of buying you out. Cool, you know, let, let, give me my $60 million and I'm good. And they're like, uh, well, not <laughs> – not that much. <laughs> well, they've got like, okay, cool. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to ride the stationary bike for 26 games and you figure out what you want to do with me in the offseason. We'll circle back in a couple months. All right. Yeah, that's it. So this they've is what you're going to have to pay somebody to take them, right? This is where they yeah. have this is where they have the opportunity, right? They've got a thousand draft picks. Yeah, that's They'll, true. Yeah. And they're going to basically trade him and they're going to pay somebody to take him. And, Why and didn't give they away a couple of the deadline though? I mean that. I, I guess it's easier doing the off season because no, it's easier in the off season. Yeah, because exactly, next yeah. season you have one season and then he's reduced. That second year is like fifteen million or something. So yep. that second season is yep. palatable. So I think you can eat it there. But you're right. Why wouldn't one team take maybe just you know taxes, trying to fit it in now, trying to get under the cap? Probably a lot of teams could not have squeezed his number in there right now. Um, so it was probably rough. But maybe next season you can. Yeah. Are you, are, you getting at, are you getting at the Celtics need to, need to jump in on this? Is that what you're getting at, John? No. Oh, okay. No, I mean, yeah, you wish they could. They're too much, <laughs> yeah. They're spending I, too much money on marginal players as it is. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. You would love to have this last like year or two that it feels like he's still got real quality play in him, but the number just went up way too high when he went over to Philly and became all but impossible to add him in here. I know he was your big uh, TP target, Joe Sway, but. I don't know. He twenty eight million was just insane, or whatever it is. I think it's twenty six. So, the, it's yeah, too bad. I, I just I, I understand yeah. it from these teams' perspectives, but like Drummond sitting all year the way he did and missing like probably a third of the season, and Horford now going to miss a fourth. I, I know they're not the stars of the league, but these are really good players that are enjoyable to watch, and they're just sitting on the sidelines because these teams want to tank. Well, let's get let's let's do the game a little bit tonight before we get into all the other stuff because we have a few things to discuss. Uh, in addition to this, you've got the buyout market situation, which who needs a big now that you've got Cornette, <laughs> uh, right? Um, Absolutely. But that was interesting. Uh, so I, we're going to get into Drummond a little bit. We're going to get into this. It was supposed to be the uh, debut of Evan Fournier, but he's in the health and safety protocols and WTF with that? You know, like I mean, let's we'll hope- get into that too. Let's hope that was a 
came into contact on the way over here as opposed to like a a two to three week shutdown. I'm hoping it's a precautionary protocol situation where, you know, he's 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 around but if he's in here for Great two contact. to three weeks you got a rental player for two months and he could miss up to a month that would be terrible, terrible. he got a bad he got a bad seat on jet blue coming up from orlando <laughs> right unbelievable did romeo pick him up at the airport what the hell's going hey, on listen guys i'm not complaining here we what do you guys want to see him contaminate half the roster or whatever room he ends up in they've already the gotten room? it they're immune yeah the whole roster's gotten it <laughs> It's unbelievable. I was going through the names. I don't think they have anybody left. They lead the league in missed Smart. COVID days. They lead Jalen, the COVID Jason, days. Tristan's gotten it like four times. Does he have Romeo. it still? Do we even know? Romeo, Javante. I mean, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, Brown, Tatum. I probably said those guys. I mean, who knows who else that, you know. Uh, Carson had it. Um who else was in there? Rob. Ojale was in the protocol. Rob had it. Grant. Yeah, so you, all of them. I think. You're talking most of the rosters. At least been in the protocol. I think they've had like Grant, every variant. Grant was in there. Yeah. I mean, I mean COVID, this is insane. I think, yeah. I mean, Massachusetts might be uh, one of the worst states with COVID because of the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Anyways. Rather than numbers. Anyways, anyway, um, so we'll get into the game. This could have been a nightmare. I was literally like Bobby had to keep telling us who these players were on Oklahoma City. You know, like let's I mean, see, this, right this off, how many a, can, how many can you name right off the bat here? Oh, I was hit not, to zero. This was this, this was a get your program sort of game. This was yeah. like I'm I a professional broadcaster, and they send me to the Olympics, and they're like, do team handball, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, and you're just sitting <laughs> yeah. there like. You know, it was that pass kind it of to game. The man. I felt like boom goes the dynamite guy tonight. I was like, pass it to the man, takes a shot. This guy just dunks out of nowhere with like Gumby. Like, this skinny <laughs> little dude, Eurostep dunks it in the lane. He dunks so hard his body crumbled that he I had to take yeah. himself out of the game after that. That was unbelievable. Yeah, he really did, though. He, he was hurt. <laughs> he was, he was hurt. His knees were like, we've never done this before. And then he like, got he hurt. had to take a minute. He got hurt on that on that play. Like, yeah, he did. I mean, these guys were these guys brought it right. They brought the energy, and I gotta give uh, I gotta give props to the Celtics team, the second the second unit for coming in with that energy. Because I mean, this thing could have really got out of hand in that first half if it wasn't for them, honestly. And, and that started with Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard was huge for the Celtics in that first half. Finally, stretch. right? Yeah. yeah, this is probably gonna be his first. I was thinking going into I thought this he was game, teeing yeah. up last night though, Bobby. A little bit, a couple threes. You know, I, I was like, okay, maybe he's warming up a bit. Pee party? I guess for tonight. But what, I, guess he did. what I know, we haven't even said Boston pee party in like a month. Uh, he hasn't been, been at the podium probably in that long. It's yeah, like Danny forced Brad Danny forced Brad to play Pritchard by trading T. Forced Brad to play Williams by trading Tice. And theoretically forced him to play uh, my new favorite player, Luke Cornett, by trading for him as well. So Danny's Danny's the puppet master right now, I think, behind all these, you know, guys coming out of nowhere. But, yeah, I mean, Pritchard's been a guy that, you know, came on like gangbusters to start the season. And everyone's talking about who the hell is this guy? Danny did it. You know, he found this, you know, it's so hard to hit a guy late in the draft and he's hit on him, which is all true and still is. But then he sort of took – took a serious back seat here. Teague was getting some, you know, Teague was getting those, those minutes that should have been going to Pritchard. And when Pritchard would come in, he would just sort of, you know, 
he'd be there. He'd be a guy out in the court and, you know, once in a blue moon do do something of note. But tonight, and like Josue said, you know, felt like he was coming on last night too. But, um, you know, the confidence was there. He's hitting those outside shots, driving to the rim, pulling up, a little bit of a floater. Um, so it's good to see that again. It's good to good to see that he's still, you know, he hasn't hit the rookie wall, you know, completely. Yeah, that's what it was, I think, honestly. I think it was the rookie wall. I mean, you, you couple that with the with the grueling schedule, the no training camp, all that stuff we've been saying over and over all season long. And and uh, the, the all-star break obviously helped him a bit. You know, that, that grueling road trip, I think he kind of got lost in the middle of that, you know. Uh, the, the NBA, the day-to-day grind, you know. It's a it's a process for, for this guys, for these guys. For the I rookies. feel so bad. I feel so bad for that NBA grind, man. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you should pity man. them, but you know. In the time zones. It's the time zones. Don't expect yeah. them to ball out. You know, let's 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 get let's get into the story. The story of the game. Uh it has to be uh Moses. Come on. Luke Cornett. Has to yeah, be Cornette. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it, it's uh it was I mean, Moses in the first half. And Luke sure, yeah, Cornette. but I mean it was, it was, no doubt. But I mean the Cornette thing, I mean that 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 closing lineup, man. Uh, uh, that was something. Who in the world thought Cornette was going to play the entire fourth quarter, or any quarter, or any minute in any in the in the game? You or knew they would get court. involved, yeah. but not that much, especially in this West Coast. We didn't even think either of them were going to play in the Bucks game, and then Wagner stepped in there and played decent minutes. And then tonight, this guy comes in and plays he, outstanding minutes. He enters the game with them down four. And they basically go on a 19-0 run or you know 21 to 2 run or something like that as soon as he yeah. had and that was the ball game. Um, which was incredible. And like you know Got six I, straight stops. The the two threes, uh, you know, the little Jalen. I don't know if that was a, meant to be a pass that turns into an alley oop there. Uh had a you know held up okay defensively. I mean, and we were joking before you jumped on, Bobby. You knew Brad was gonna find some way to not have Rob play. Uh, <laughs> well, Rob wasn't great tonight. He Rob really got he got he taken to right. him in that first half by Moses. I mean, he was yeah, all right. Nominated him, but yeah, he was all right. That 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 Moses was uh, kind of an uh, otherworldly sort of first half there. But yeah. at the end of the day, take away the rebound stats, he was five for five. You know, field goals in the first half. Like you know, it it was it looked impressive because he had nineteen rebounds at the half, which was insane. Uh, what did he finish with? I don't even know. I, only, he had like two points in the second half. He did nothing in the second half. I think yeah. he, I think he had, he still ended up with twenty three rebounds, twenty one points. But he was fifteen and nineteen and ended yeah. up with twenty one and twenty three. He went from seventeen to four scoring wise in that second half. You can make the case that he blew it for them. So you know what, you know what? Yeah, he was you, awful. You thought you had a good night. You thought you had a career night going. Well, you blew he blew it for them. Come on. <laughs> uh, that five. You he had a couple me. five seconds between the third and the fourth. Uh, or they three seconds. Three, three seconds. second violations. Yeah. yeah. Which yep. you know, you know that was Brad saying, "Hey, this guy's not getting nineteen rebounds yeah. by not sitting." He's just sitting there, guys. Right. Yeah. Take a look. <laughs> I mean, we've seen people do this in the Celtics a lot, especially the guy we were talking about last night, Andre Drummond, right? How many times he had 19, 20 rebounds? So you knew the pace that, that Moses has been on. I was like, okay, he's probably going to have like 20 boards in this one. But you got to yeah. give props to the Celtics for keeping with it defensively. I mean, like, that's what it was for, to me, at least. Like, they kept their heads high. They didn't start chucking up shots again like they normally do on offense, you know, or, or just settle for easy or not so easy shots like they usually do. 
whenever you know they're down by double digits, you know. So I, uh, I give them props because again, it was the second unit, the younger guys. Marcus was out there. Marcus had a lot to do with that as well. And then yeah. as the starters came back in, little by little, you know, they were able like, to regain against a different team. Though this this had the makings of one of those like. Early oh, yeah, on, sure. this was the classic back-to-back game. You come out, you jack a bunch of threes, they don't go in, and you shrug your shoulders and say, well, it's not our night, and you lose by 20, right. and you sit the whole fourth <laughs> quarter. You know, like, it felt like one of those games. But luckily, you're playing this team with these guys, and it this felt like one of those games that no matter what the Celtics did, there was no way they weren't going to find a way to finally try for a little bit and win. Just from, just from a sheer personnel standpoint, you could tell when Tatum and Brown were like, "Ah, screw it, we got to try a little," and they, they could they could get wherever they wanted to go on their guys. And as soon as they got a little aggressive in the second half uh, and just put their heads down and went to the basket, then it changed the whole game. But they came out just kind of gunning from three; it wasn't working. Yeah, exactly. So, so right there, that's a good example. We need to credit Brad Stevens for benching those guys, right? He took them out. And when the second unit kept going, he wasn't quick to put them that back. That was a in. big moment, yeah. yeah. He kept Marcus Smart out there with that second unit. Yep. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum watched because what was it? Jalen went, what, two for – I mean, he picked it back up in the One second One for half. seven. One for seven in that first quarter. You know, lazy shot, lazy One passing. for eight. One for eight in the first quarter, 0 oh for five, and almost literally not only lazy passes, like zero passes. I mean, like he, he literally – He was the, awful. The, the classic jump in the air before you even look, and then, oh, wait, there's two – defenders there yeah this is going to be picked off like those kind of passes he was doing and it's just again it was when it was back to that hero ball i'm going to try to take over and brad nipped it in the butt so i I gotta give him props for that because he did it and then he stuck with it because it could have gotten uglier taco came in it paid off taco did his thing taco was was fine i thought taco was fine again it's stunning how he can't like grab some of these rebounds that literally hit him i want to say close to like in the face practically some I don't I, I it's kind of like trying to catch a tennis ball, which is probably a lot harder. These guys, I it's, imagine his hands are just massive, and it might just be more difficult for him to, to like just gotta go ball. Cup no, it like a baseball. So big, he's so big for for a thought to get from his brain to whatever part of his body he needs to activate just to make a play. Just takes right. so long, <laughs> you know. That's but he also has to react. It's just like it just the shoots down the nerve movement, wire and he's like grab ball, but it's too late. The other guy's already tapped it up in the air. You know, right. and even he's also though... a lot closer to like the rebound, so like the reaction has to be, yeah, you know what I mean, like though... he's not like a six five guard, he's a seven five guy, so he's got to be a foot quicker to every reaction. He's got the he's got the size advantage and the nerve disadvantage. Yeah. That's it, yeah, it is. It's so bad. The way he rebounds or goes about rebounding, it's just like, oh, I can just jump over everyone, right? It's like, no, like, yeah. He's getting boxed yeah. out by guys literally half his size or damn damn near close to it. You know, it's just. That's what drives me crazy. Like you're out there, yeah. and it's like, me can too. you just box out, get, grab some boards? You know, like, yeah, he doesn't do so it. I read a little something recently, and this has been a topic with the Celtics forever. They're actually Congrats. a pretty good rebounding team this year. Oh, thank yeah. you. And they haven't like that doesn't correlate with wins for them. I think they're like top five in rebounding on both ends of the floor. And we know before this for like 15 years, they've been one of the most mediocre rebounding teams in the league and they were pretty good. So they're showing that around the league rebounding really hasn't correlated with winning all that much. And tonight was another night where they really got taken to them on the boards and they still just kind of blew it away. (laughs) If you're going hard for those offensive rebounds and you're not getting back, you can just lose everything there. Um, The defensive rebounding isn't all that much because a lot of teams just run back. So that's the reason. 
I don't know if that was the same guy. I don't know if he's the same guy or he's just joking about it. He's joking about yesterday. I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, Rebounds rebounds are useless. It's like those old, it's like the football adage. Like you got to run the football. Like, no, you friggin' don't. You got to have Patrick Mahomes, you know, like (laughs) you got to throw. It's going to be 50, 50. It's got to be 50, 50. Keep the defense guessing. You need to run the ball to win in this league. Like, no, you don't. You, yeah. you need Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving to score 90 points between them. That's what you need to you win. You need Luke league. Cornett. Really? Yeah, you, you can't be the worst rebounding team in the world like the Rockets were last year. But if you're somewhere in between the best and the worst, you're probably just leveling out with everyone else. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that fourth quarter was a difference, though, in this game. I mean, I didn't even think the Celtics played, like, horrendously in this game. I I mean, obviously, they were losing to one of one of the worst teams in the NBA throughout. But that third quarter was – I thought they played – you know, they started to turn around a little bit. Tatum got hot. Tatum was hitting some really nice shots in that second half. Some of those three-pointers oh, were just were just silky. That's, like, when you're like, okay, Tatum's, like – he has the ability to really be something special if he can just keep it – keep it going in this direction like some of those shots that he hits you're just like yeah like that that's a superstar level shot right there can so i tell you a couple what? of those it's i'll like ask you guys each question huh did you take your adhd medicine before the show because you're i can tell you're not paying attention to anything I'm saying. no i'm looking at i was trying to get to catch up on the comments here because i've been neglecting them a little bit yeah, i want to ask you guys a quick question if you have to pick one the most shocking stat of the night what is it for you The know, most shock. I mean, I'd have. Do double digits? The most shocking stat of the night: Luke Cornett, eight points. I don't know. Okay, that's your guess. I, I, I have mine, but uh, Bobby, that's pretty what shocking. Would you say? It probably is the free throws. I think Joe Sway just threw that out there. They, oh, they I got to the line a little bit. Like you cheaters do. Joe Sway, what is yours? I said the free throw thing. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure they hit double digits, but is that are you being sarcastic? Nope, because here's mine. Ready? Nothing to do with free throw. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Hold on, let me look at one. Let me, let me. Oh, this I is know it. what he's gonna go with. Plus twenty four, Neesmith. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just saw it right before you said it. Your yeah, boy, I was part of the cornet. Believe crew, that, right? Because he was in with the cornet crowd, so yeah, he's he riding, right in there. He's it was four spacing. <laughs> he's riding cornet's coattails to a plus twenty four yeah. in sixteen minutes. He was so bad. Those two passes, the poor one he throws over Carson like 14 no, feet over his no, head. The best, that was the, best was, the best was Carson just does. Carson, it was like that was like one of those like the left fielder doesn't move on like a six yeah, yeah. home run. He just sat there like he just knows that's what it was. was. <laughs> He's like, dude. Yeah. And then the sh- and then he tries to then he tries to get I it to Grant. Look too, like, really? He tries to get it to Grant in the post, and there was literally nobody there. Like it was a free yeah. entry pass, and he just like whips it over. You know, so he, I mean, but he would listen. That might make Shaq a fool. You can't take it. you. You can't take a Neesmith plus twenty four and turn it into awful Neesmith segment. I won't let you do that. He actually got his hands on a couple of. Um, he had a couple. I think he created a couple turnovers um, late in the game, or he like yeah, like he was like doing some hustle plays out there. I'll say this about Neesmith. I don't know if he knows where he's going half the time, but he's always going somewhere. He's always moving. He's always shaking. This comment. Making. 
Yeah, literally though. That's how it feels. Like, where where do you guys want me to go? What should I do? He yesterday, he's like the coach's kid. Just put him in there, run around for five minutes, and like, good job, kid. Yeah. How's this, Jason? Am I supposed to be here? You know, like, no, man, <laughs> yeah. no. Jason's like, get out. Get at least he didn't. At least he didn't yell at him today like he did last night. <laughs> yeah, he's like, definitely... he not talking to him, brother. He's still not talking to me. I'm glad they got all these guys involved in this one because ultimately this game just ended up being such a walkthrough in the end that to get Neesmith, Edwards, Pritchard even, the stuff we've talked about with the trade they made, getting all these guys minutes on a regular basis now is going to be part of what they do and sneaking Tatum and Brown a little more rest. Uh, Once Fournier gets eventually involved, you'll be able to do that even more. So all of these trades just put the roster in a much better place on a couple different fronts. You're already starting to see it through two wins now, two and zero since the trade deadline. And who knows when Fournier is going to show up, but the party's just going to keep rolling now. Seven straight home games ahead. I said this coming into this week. If And who knows if Fournier is going to get involved for any of those seven games. But if they can win God. six or seven games on this homestand here, and it's definitely a manageable stretch ahead for them, they can essentially lock Easy themselves body. into... Well, no, if it's manageable stretch, all home games. They've been pretty dominant at home this year as a team. If they can take six or seven here, they're locked for the playoffs above that playing spot. You know, you're probably at the four seed at that point. And if you can finish strong after that, you're going to be in a pretty good spot coming into the playoffs. They're 13 and seven at home. Hardly That's pretty dominant. good. That's pretty good. Dominant. I mean, dominant is Utah Jazz. But fans. Like, never lose a game. What's uh what's that as a win percentage? I bet that would be pretty high in the east. Like sixty something, probably, right? Yeah, sixty five, like sixty four. Sixty six. Sure. I mean it, it, I'm not gonna, are they, I'm not are gonna they thirteen and seven? Yeah. Yeah, it's a six fifty one percentage. Um yeah. six fifty exactly. So um, that would be that would be the okay, three seed guy. in the east. I got a if, math guy in the room. If they had a six fifty on the season, they'd be the That's three easy. seed. It's easy math there. Uh but anyway, the um <laughs> Look at Jimmy. Jimmy's like carry the two. He's, yeah. he's still working Just on it. Buy that. Yeah. Yeah. How did they get yeah, a seven-game home stand? Yeah. That's insane. No circus this year. Yeah. Right. Season. No ice. No, no ice circus. Capades. Yeah. No. I, they might not ever have a circus again. The way. <laughs> yeah. You want to no, be in a. I didn't mean. I didn't. I didn't connect that to actually being the circus. <laughs> when they used to do the uh the, the Texas Triangle, right? No, no. Yeah. It actually means the circus. Oh yeah, when they have the circus. No, yeah, it was I, always I, in February. I remember it would always coincide like around. I'd be down at spring training and the Celtics. Yeah. Did you ever have to cover the circus? <laughs> and the trade deadline. The circus is terrible. Oh my so they god. Had the they also had on um, like Disney on Ice. They'd have ice capades, Disney on Ice, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's depressing as hell too. You go there and there's like twelve people in the stands. Oh my lord! Yeah, yeah. I haven't been. Oh Shocking. yeah, I got I got kids. I've been. Yeah, frozen on ice, <laughs> stuff like that. It's so bad. It's so bad. I wish I was at the Celtics right now. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, really being a dad is. must suck. No, yeah, well, that you know, it is what it is. You go. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. Um, you gotta buy the uh, cotton candy. Anyways. We'll keep yeah. moving. So, um, um, so as far as this game goes, the cornet thing, great for tonight. Obviously, like, I, is that? Do you, I don't know do you think that's gonna matter? Yeah, no, it doesn't. That's why I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Like, you know, on it, what it, it, we thought, we thought Mo Wagner mattered for a night. He got 
10,000 views on his presser, and he came on and did terrible today. Well, he tried to take one of his patented charges and got knocked into the third row, and then he never saw him again. <laughs> yeah. Missed a I bunch of Brad, shots. Brad was like, all right, we'll give – we got to give Cornette his flowers, though, because we might not get plenty – we might not get a ton of our – He might be gone. His shot looks pretty flat, though, huh? I know he drilled a couple, but it's very line drivey. <laughs> I would yeah. say flat's probably a good a good description for Cornette, just probably yeah. overall. Yeah. I don't know him well. I don't know him at all, but can we – I mean, first of all, this guy, I don't know what he makes, but I imagine he makes enough where he can pay for a haircut. Is he cutting his own hair? I mean, that is a tough hairdo. Uh, it's all the over the place. Second of, all, second of all, it looked like he was – did he just like – Look, he was wearing dress socks under those sneakers. I mean, he was wearing like. <laughs> am I the only one who who thought that he had like he had well, like ankle socks y- on? You know what black. else? They said he had a drive from Chicago in like his own car. <laughs> they were like, yeah, what, "Oh, meet us he, up there." Drives. Yeah. Drives like uh, a Camry, mostly. No offense. An Uber. But, like he just doesn't seem. Yeah, he took he an Uber like Chicago to Milwaukee. <laughs> he drives his own Uber. He took fares all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he drove an Uber. He actually made a couple bucks on the way. <laughs> took him a little bit longer to get here. He had a couple you of have, longer routes. You like, you that was unreal. Brad, Brad was like, yeah, Cornette's driving up, and uh, we'll see when he gets here. <laughs> it was like yeah, the, he the just packed up dude. the car. Tenorti drove up from, like, wherever he came from to, to play in that Washington game so he could fight Tom Wilson. He, like, you know. He drove like 12 hours to get into yeah, a fight. Yeah, he him. drove 12 hours just to kick this dude's ass. That was unbelievable. Unlike Cornette, uh, I can't imagine that's what Cornette would be thinking. Does Cornette play on Sundays? He looks like uh, one of those like good Christian guys. You know what I mean? I don't know if he takes off Sundays. I don't know. So <laughs> that's what he looks like. I mean, that's, the vibe, that's the vibe I get. Yeah, so what I, I – I, I don't know that we're going to get any more out of Cornette um, or Wagner. We actually did a heat check. To, we got a Cornette whoa, heat whoa, check. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, about, uh, what about Wagner? Whatever. What about him? He, set, he sets probably, hard to me. Wagner's probably, Wagner's probably more likely to stay just because he makes uh, more. Cornette was assumed he was going to get dumped. Um yeah, but they long. they're hanging on now because they're going to see where they are with the buyout. So I guess we can talk about it a little bit here um, coming oh, off boy. this game. Uh, the Drummond situation uh, report was that it was close um, to getting. So now it looks like the Knicks apparently are out. and It's really Boston and the Lakers, but Lakers going. Well, like, Mitchell Robinson broke his foot today, so that could change. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, that was tough. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. But they're putting on that full court press here, and again, I think what's coming down to it is, you know, what pro. What, one, you got the LA thing and the LeBron factor, and obviously a clearer path to a title than anybody else is going to give you. But two, they're going to use them in, you know, uh, in legitimate minutes, I would think, over there. So, uh, as you said, the Gasol thing's not working out. Harold hasn't been great. Um, so I think he's got a path to play. Um, but again, the the only way he comes to Boston is if they tell him uh, you're going to get a lot of minutes here, and so then it's. You know, and I'm curious, the commenters here, and we've we've all been talking about it all day. How do we feel about Drummond? Again, we talked about this in the last show. Drummond coming in and taking Tristan Thompson's minutes, I don't think anybody's going to worry about there. Drummond coming in and being part of a three-man big rotation that's also going to feature some Grant Williams in there and is going to knock Rob back into the bench unit and into 16, 18 minutes a game, I don't think it's something that everybody loves. So, it all comes down to how Brad would use him. But if you're going to tell him to come here, you're going to tell him to come here because he's going to play starter minutes. You guys agree? 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's how you get him here, right? I mean, that's the edge over the Lakers because if you're him, you know, you're going with the Lakers. I think that's the edge. You get more playing time, more exposure in the Eastern Conference. And let's face it, he'll easily be the Celtics' best rebounder. What do we talk about whenever we mention Drummond and, and, and his past, especially against the Celtics? He always comes up big in boards and, and pulling down rebounds. And this is one of the better years for Celtics uh, in terms of rebounding. And I just think he can be a guy to create second-chance opportunities. Like, I know I was never crazy about the Celtics going out and trading for him because, I mean, I just don't know if that, 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 necessarily, that need is necessarily uh, tops the list uh, for the Celtics team. But I just think if we're talking about second-chance opportunities – uh, can run the floor a bit, you know, I mean, that's about, that's about it. Right. Realistically. I mean, that's what he'll, he'll give you, give the Celtics in a nutshell. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, I, the, the reality isn't, uh, you know, the Lakers seems like it's a done deal with Drummond, but, um, you know, uh, I don't know if it's official official, uh, the, the is it no. still the latest is Woj, the strong front runners, right? That's what we have. Yeah, Woj is the latest. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people saying it's already done in the chats. It's not. Um, it's but it looks like it's close. But the thing is, it was really close four, five, six hours ago, and it felt like it was going to happen any minute, and it hasn't yet. So it's still out there. No, um, that Robinson, I think, is what might have changed things because what the Knicks can do is offer him a long term deal with a real salary. Uh, which might be encouraging to him. I don't know if the Knicks want to do that, but they have a bunch of cap space they didn't use going into this year. Uh, so they were at, they were actually a team that could absorb him outright too in a trade. So people thought they might think about that. I, I wonder if that's going to be it. I just I when I heard he was interested in the Celtics, I got interested because he's a pretty good center and they need a guy right now. We saw Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner. You over the past two days, him by the way, but that's okay. at twenty eight million. At twenty eight million, I couldn't. <laughs> None of us said they were going to trade for him. It was always yeah. a buyout. Well, yeah. people have been talking about him for years, and I know, I know people in the commenters are saying he's not that great, overrated. But if you bring him in at a million bucks on that minimum, that's a guy you want in here. But we had the whole conversation yesterday about would you start him? Would you make all these concessions for him? It's probably not worth it at that point. So as of last night, I was thinking if he comes, I'll be happy. If not, I won't be too bummed. And it looks like he's going to go, and the Celtics are just going to have to figure this out with another guy. I think Gorgie Jang's out there is a popular name. Um, that's probably a guy who would fit in the Luke Cornett role better than Cornett would be able to do night in and night out. Uh, so there's other options out there if Drummond doesn't come here. And I don't think he would swing the season by any means. He'd just be a good player to have in here. So if he was willing to come, I'd be more than willing to take him. Yeah, I kind of agree with Bobby. I hate to say it. I have two takes. Basically, it's one. One one of them is this. If he goes to the Celtics, great. He makes them better. He's an unreal rebounder. Um, you know, he's got obviously a presence down low. How old is he, Bobby? 27. 27. We talk about this guy like he's 36 and like honestly out of the league. I feel like that that's how people think of, of Andre Drummond. He's 27 and he's one of the best rebounders in the NBA. Every time he plays the Celtics, he grabs like 20 plus boards. I swear he's got like not exaggerating. He has like seven games of 20, 20 or more rebounds against the Celtics in his career. It's just unbelievable. So I don't know why so many people are anti-drumming the way they are. I understand that he's limited in, on offense and he can't he, shoot He does some ridiculous things sometimes. And sure. Off <laughs> there were missed... two plays this year. One where he took the ball in isolation from the top of the three-point line and did like a spinning fadeaway shot at the rim. 
And then on the other end, there was a play where he got switched onto a guy and just stood there like his controller died while the guy turned right around him. And he just like stopped moving. <laughs> so he does yeah. these things sometimes that make your head spin. He takes a lot of shots and it feels like he want. He's kind of like Dwight Howard in a way. He's like Dwight Howard light. He thinks he's like a more outsized player offensively than he is, even though they both have outstanding talent. Right, and Dwight Howard back in his prime. I know that he drives a lot of people crazy, but he was a, he was a beast too. Anyways, my first take is if he goes to Celtics, I think that's great for them. I don't want Rob Minutes to go down to ten again, but I think that they, that Brad can work it out where if Drum, if Drummond has to start, so be it. Um, I think Rob should still be able to get his twenty to twenty five minutes, and Thompson's hopefully the odd man out. I don't know if it's gonna happen that way. And if I'm if I'm Drummond. I probably don't put all that trust in Brad to make it out that way. I probably just go to LA because I see a bigger role or I go, go to New York because I see a bigger role. And both of those teams are just as capable, if not more than capable of winning a title than the Celtics are right now. Anyways, I mean, maybe yeah, not the Knicks, because they're the Knicks. It's twofold. It's all a matter of what his motivation is. Is his motivation, um, is it his motivation to win a title or is his motivation to get another contract, you know? And so path to minutes and path to useful minutes where you're going to prove your worth and get somebody else to throw $20 million at you might be what he wants more. And so sure. he's got to determine where that is. And that comes down to kind of what he's being sold. Come and you go to LA because LeBron, I makes, mean, you think? LeBron makes everybody better. LeBron makes everybody well, better. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I was Tristan Thompson. Look what you did Tristan Thompson. Do you want to I, I don't even with... know why he took a Celtics meeting, really. I mean, he, he'll start in LA. They'll be in the finals if they're healthy. Like, it's a no-brainer for him. It seems it, know. but like, let's say he did come here. Do you want to live in a world where you've got to feed him X amount of times to kind of keep him happy? No. That's kind of the I problem mean, is I'm, this is a guy that's going to need to be fed down low. He's going to need touches. When he gets it, he's going to be a vacuum. Um, and that's going to be that. When he does get his rebounds, he's going back up with them. You know, like he's just going to be. Okay. I guess. I mean, I know he doesn't have a great field goal percentage for, you know, his size down there. He doesn't. I still. I still think that he is he is better for the team than a guy like Thompson or Cornette or or Wagner. So you're improving. If your goal is to be better this season and make a real run at the championship, then you can't tell me that adding Drummond takes away takes away from that. So that's that's one take. The other take is this: if he goes to the Lakers, he's a bum. So it doesn't really matter. He's Definitely. Yeah, I yeah. saw your tweet earlier. If he comes here, what a steal, title contenders. If he goes somewhere yeah. else, we didn't need that overrated well, bum. We've got Rob. Yeah, I mean, what's well, he Lakers can do, do eat, <laughs> up, eat up possessions from LeBron and AD. Wow, take them. Go ahead. Yeah. Lakers job, fans, Lakers, Lakers fans don't seem thrilled about getting him either, and there are definitely some red flags with him. I hope they do because he sucks. I don't think yeah. I'm going to feel anything either way. Like that's I'm how not. I feel. Like he. He's perfectly between the people who hate him and the people who love him. Like some people think he's like the missing antidote against Joel Embiid, and some people think he should like no, be out of the league. <laughs> no, no one is okay. Yeah, nobody's the the Embiid antidote. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. exist. Only it's so Embiid funny. Can it's himself. so funny that the the criteria for being a successful big in this league is whether or not Joel Embiid would eat you alive. Like. It's like, oh, every time you mention a big, Embiid eats that guy alive. He eats everybody alive. He's the friggin' he's the before the injury, he was one or two in the MVP uh, race. Like, is Rob an Embiid stopper? Nobody's an Embiid stopper. No. Yeah. Rob's a Giannis stopper. We found that out yesterday. Yes, he is. Giannis actually had a, Giannis had a little knee situation. Yeah, he's a little yeah. scared of Rob too. I think. Yeah, his brother went off tonight though. 
Did it? Did he? His yeah. brother was all pumped up last night down 20. Yeah, Let's give everybody up. the correct pronunciation on it. Thanasi. Okay? This is the brother. Yeah. <laughs> How good is Giannis that he's... Oh, I didn't know that. How good is Giannis that he gets his brother that, that in the last night. Giannis. He, he, uh, who's better, Costas or Thanasi? One or the other. I actually don't know. My name was almost Costa. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. is it Costa? I, I butchered said both. They went with John. No, I mean it's it, it's Makes it's sense. Constantine. It's Costadino. Costa, <laughs> Costa. However you want to say it, but that was almost my name. I was almost Costa. Damn, that would have been so much Close. more than John, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was Your no. Life would my be birth so different. My birth certificate is Giannis. Is Giannis. Yeah. Why are we calling you John like everybody else? That's my birth my birth certificate. I'm Yanni. Giannis Zanis. Yeah, Wait, I'm like, gonna Giannis. start calling you Yanni. John. It's it's actually and it's pronounced in Greek. It's pronounced Zanis instead of Zanis, but it is what it is. Zanis. Zanis. Oh, I didn't Zanis. know that. Yeah, cool. um, I think cool. Thanasi is someone saying here. Thanasi is better than Costa, but anyway, um, he was out. But yeah, Rob's the Rob's the um, Rob's Rob was definitely the 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 Giannis stopper. He looked frustrated last night. Absolutely, he looked timid. Yeah. He didn't want to. He didn't want to dance down low. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with Rob. Joe Sway and Bobby don't believe me, but I think that's true. <laughs> if they meet in the playoffs, Giannis is not a happy camper. There's something about the Bucks still. Last night. This is this is the third year in a row that they have a great team, nice supporting cast, the coach who's got a lot of hype. But when when the Celtics run into them, they just always seem to be in every game. The paint gets so clogged for Giannis and the other players there. I said this yesterday. That's probably the team you want out of all the top four in the East. And if you throw the heat in there, you don't want the Nets for sure. The Sixers are looking like a really tough team to get past. The Heat, we know what they did to the Celtics. So it, it's probably the Bucks. Like, they just match up well with that team. I agree. Yeah, Bring on already, the Bucks. They already took them After down this seven-game win streak, we'll, we'll get up to the sixth seed, Bobby. Lock, 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 lock in there. Take on the yeah. Bucks. How's that sound? Seven games win streak. Why stop there? Make it fourteen. Could be, could be nine, right? You got two I, going into the seventh. I think there's going to be a real run for this team, and look at look how Tatum and Brown are playing now too for a couple of games in a row. Uh, they starting to get their feet into them as a team, one by one. Grant's coming along a little bit. Uh, Rob has been outstanding in his first few starts, so. It's all starting to piece together. It's just when is Fournier going to arrive? I'm a little – I don't even want to say anything because we just don't know, but it doesn't Let's sound talk about great. This. Let's talk about this. I feel like they what both you, took – What, what doesn't sound great? What do you – Tatum and Brown. Well, I feel, like, oh, I, feel like, I feel like Tatum was like, okay, Jalen, you got, you, you're doing that thing when you got blinders on and you don't see anyone else. I'm going to let you do your thing. And it worked out. And – then in the fourth quarter, Celtics went back to team basketball. But I, I don't hate that though. I really uh, don't. When Jalen does that, I don't hate it because he's the he's got to be your lockdown defender on the on the opposite end. So if he's got blinders on for five six minutes and he's just in attack mode, I don't hate it. Well, I, I, I don't want to make this all a Rob centric thing because I it. I, but this is the second time in a row we've seen it. And again, part of it might be just they don't fully. The starters haven't had enough minutes with him, but part of the reason you have him out there is not just to draw attention so you're freer, but also every once in a while to, you know, pass to him. Uh, yeah. And they don't – Jalen has missed in the last two games, if we go back and look at the film, at least six, five or six, like, lob opportunities or, or hitting Rob on the roll where he just won't look. He does not look when he goes to the basket. That's, That's part true. of the reason you go. It's to drive and kick, drive and dish, and he doesn't yeah. do it. 
Um, yeah. So blinders is one thing when you're like, it's okay to say I'm going to take the ball and I'm going to create, but creating is not just a shot for yourself. It's just a good shot. Yeah. There has to be more in your mind than I'm shooting this ball, no matter what. And that's or, or when he gets the blinders ball, on. Yeah, try to you'll try to do it four seconds on the shot clock. Oh, where's somebody? Yeah, it's like no man. He gets you're trapped, ready. and then he'll exactly. then he'll look around and pass. But he doesn't. He was tonight was one of the worst I've ever seen with him. Never, ever, ever looking anywhere for like, anybody. I'm getting mines and that's it. Yeah. I, I want to count total passes. I forget assists. I mean, I swear the ball only left his hand like a handful of times. Literally, there's one play or a couple plays where as soon as he touches the ball, it's just head down, boom. Like he's not even thinking about anybody yeah. else. So right. this, again, I don't know that it's – people will say at home it's like stat hunting. I don't think so. I think no. it's, I think I it's just think. trying really hard to impact the game the way he thinks he can. He's right. just not – that's just not a thing that he does. And Bobby, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. I, I, he, I don't think he's got that in him. I don't think he can do both at the same time. For, for a while, it was, he couldn't dribble well enough to even figure out where he was going to go. He'd just start going and he'd get stuck. But now that he's got the dribble down, I still don't think he's looking up, you know, and looking around for things uh, at all when he's. And it's too bad because there are opportunities there if if, if he just kind of open his eyes to him. Yeah, he'll usually hit it once or maybe twice a game. But the yeah. team as a whole, ideologically, just doesn't seem to love that play. I don't know if they emphasize spotting up around those screens and rolls more than dumping it off. But we had that stat earlier in the year that the Celtics on the whole only pass to the Roman 5% of the time, which probably has to be among the fewest in the league. And you see it. Like Tice would get his usual like balance passes in the lane into it baskets a few times a game from Kemba. Uh, Kemba's not a lob guy. He's usually throwing those low passes. And then JB and JB yeah. and Tatum are looking for their shot around those screens. But you so, know what what they're missing with Rob is Rob's hands are so good. You actually can bounce pass it to him in the lane as well. You don't just have to lob. Yeah. He can catch it. Kemba's out tonight. Yeah. Right. But like Tristan, for example, your one, he's he just can't get up enough for a roll to, to, to throw it up to him. So that's pointless. But also almost every single pass down low to him, he doesn't have the hands to collect it in traffic and then go up strong or go up without getting challenged or blocked. Uh, whereas Rob absolutely can. So he is you can get it to him so many different ways. I don't think they fully realize that. I think uh, one, they're not looking for it. And two, they think it's only a lob. And I think I think you can. He needs to touch the ball a little bit more uh, there for that threat to be real. Because, look, you had last game where it was all the defense was sucking in uh, and it created space for people. But if everyone realizes these guys are never going to pass to him anyway, you're going to stop paying attention yeah. to him. So yeah, you have so. to start. You've got to find a way to get the ball in there. He had zero in that first half against Milwaukee, didn't he? Yeah. So that's it's true. No, but zero points. I think he had zero points in that first half. Yeah, maybe he had a couple free throws, I forget. But, yeah, I mean, he had a weird stat line where he had everything else. Yeah, so the tricky thing is this team wants to shoot more threes, and they should be. We've talked about this. they got to generate more First threes. First is long twos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's understandable that they're going to be shooting a ton out of those screen and roll opportunities from three on pull-ups. That's what got them in these finals last year, just those basic plays where they were so deadly on. The tricky thing is, is if you lean into those – you're going to have halves like the first half tonight where they just couldn't land absolutely anything 
Like I think they were 18% deep into the second quarter on three. So that's where you want to diversify things a little bit if something's not working. And Rob yeah. is a lob guy, even as a catch and possess guy, if he can start to form that out a little more, just gives you an outlet. I just don't think the Celtics like those plays all that much. I mean, did, didn't Brad say like the kind of big we want to play with or the style well, and something like that? Yeah, you know, he was talking about a skill. So this is an skill I was gonna, set, yeah. I was going to play this comment, but we can just paraphrase. Paraphrase. You know, the 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 couple of comments the last few days about Rob. It's again. It's uh. It's I, I don't know why he's saying it, uh. But you know, the, the comment you're referencing, Brad said he's not the type of big we're used to, who's a little bit more skilled, uh, and can shoot. You know. So again, it's he's focusing on what Rob can't do instead of what he can mm-hmm. do. And again, it's that weird like. I know what a big is, or I know what I need it to be, and Rob's not that, and it's never been that, you know. And, uh, and that's why Rob's trying to have that pick and pop. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't commit to him as being the best big on the team. He's like the best one we have right now, obviously. Because um, yeah, he's a nice guy, obviously. And, right? and, then Cornette, pre- and then pregame again today, he says, um, Well, I don't expect him to score much on that first unit. And it's like, he would if you worked him into the offense, but like, But but even if he doesn't, who cares? Yeah, but he's basically saying, like, Jalen and Jason are just going to shoot because I have no control over this, guys, because they do what they do. So Rob's not going to get a lot of touches. Like, I mean, you absolutely can do it. But, again, I don't know if part of it is I don't want to be told what I didn't do with Rob during the season, so stop talking about him. I'm not giving full credit because that's going to be an admission of me not having seen it you know, that, that there were solutions right before my eyes and I refused to acknowledge it. I don't know if part of it's downplaying it because they wanted to just shut up about it because Drummond is coming. I don't know if he's doing the Belichick thing where he doesn't want to give him a big head. That's but a good point, yeah. You know, so I don't know what the impetus is, but he's so slow to praise Rob. And it's just, you just wonder, like, why can't you just say, like, yeah, he's friggin' been amazing for us, you know? Like, yeah, he does so many things. He says he's evolving. He's going to be a star. Like, he just won't do it. I don't get it either. I feel like we have this. We have we've asked this question so many so different many times, times after after games and like after weird quotes that have to do with Rob and like how like he's so quick to point out like what why Rob might not start or why he might not play as many minutes or why he's not you know getting the consistent you know time that other players might. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess it's just something that we need to accept at least for this season because you're right. He's like refuses to acknowledge that you know rob can change the game and but here's the thing that's where it's like we're not saying play rob so that he can score a bunch of points we're saying play rob because he makes the players around better better he doesn't need to do that by scoring he just needs to do it by being himself kemba walker needs to do it by scoring not rob rob needs to go in there and be exactly who he's been all season off the bench which isn't this like scoring machine off the bench either i mean why yeah. would his role all of a sudden change because of the players that are around? No, it's it's all about that. It's about the space. It's about, uh, you know, just having your stars give a little bit more freedom to operate, and they clearly have when he's right. on the court. It's the defensive presence. What's so interesting with me, I don't know what we can't fully understand here. This notion of bringing in a Drummond type figure because he can rebound what aren't people getting rob is a phenomenal rebounder great rebounder he, yeah he gets up quick and he's got sticky hands so he just friggin hauls down rebounds everywhere and he can jump like he's a multi-directional leaper he's not just a guy yeah. who gets it up in front of him he's standing here and he can grab boards over here and over right. here he's he can do a lot so he's 
I mean, his per 36 rebounding average is like 18 or not. It's ridiculous. So that's not well, a concern. That's, why, that's, that's why not a concern a at all. Right. Well, that's well, why I mean, there's a lot of people who are okay without, without the Celtics getting Drummond. I think because of Rob, it's not because yeah. of anybody else. I mean, if you didn't have Rob, people would be begging for Drummond to come here. And yeah. Drummond would probably have the promise of 35 minutes a game if he didn't have Rob in this team. Uh, that yeah. being said, you know, he played 26 minutes tonight. Honestly, that's the most I think you'll you'll see him play, like roughly like every game. He's not yeah. gonna just tick up to 30, 35 minutes a game. So there's still a lot of minutes to be had out there by another by another center, another player. So I mean, not to get back into the Drummond talk again, but it's not a I didn't have two guys that can rebound like that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Sway, you were right. trying to get in there. No, no, I was gonna say, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the time also the, the same people who aren't crazy about uh uh, Drummond. I mean, the people who aren't crazy about uh, Tristan Thompson are the same ones saying, bring in Drummond. Upgrade that position with Drummond. If you have to bench Thompson, then so be it. He'll be your, you know, emer- in case of for an emergency, you know, if someone gets hurt, you plug him in. And I'm not necessarily against that. Like, I think when you think about Drummond, it's rebounding. because We've seen it happen to the Celtics so many times. And if you can grab someone through the buyout market, who's going to give you that edge and rebounding and give you more opportunities. Yeah, it may take a little minute, you know, a chunk of minutes away from Robert Williams and what he's doing right now. But in the overall big picture, it could be a big difference down the stretch. Look, the Southern need to start. They're already doing it right. They're, they're taking more threes. They're pushing the ball more. You know, everyone sort of got the green line as long as you get back on defense. And I think that someone like Drummond can create, you know, more opportunities for the offense. Second chance opportunities. Uh, jump start the the fast break if he's if he's able to clean the glass the same way he's able to do at TD Garden as a visitor you know so I think all of that the Celtics are taking all that into consideration and they're just trying to to catapult this offense as best they can because let's face it I mean the 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 effort that we've seen the last two nights has been great but is this the defense we're going to see every single night I mean we're not 100% sure so I think offensively with his rebounding it could really help the Celtics overall for sure yep. Yeah, just, upgrade Thompson. That's the way I look at it. You can upgrade Thompson. Can we just do a quick, quick moment of silence for Bobby's Syracuse Orange, who just uh, took an L? Yeah, they just bowed out. Bob, anything took you want to say L. about anything you want to say quickly? We'll give you, we'll give you five seconds to talk about Syracuse. John, cue the uh, voice to men. Cuse uh, Cam, hard, hard to say goodbye. Cuse Cam, five. It was a good run. Three. There was a path to two, the Final Four, which is tough. One. Very but, well said. Well said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look how sad he looks. Look how sad he looks full screen. Well, it just – I was I watching it. That. Now I'm sad. I was watching it while we were on the full screen, and they were they were within eight or nine for like 11 straight minutes, and then Houston just blew the doors off in the final nine. So it, it was sad to watch. But anyway – it's Rob, tough when it's a real likable guy like Bayheim takes a loss like that. Really likable guy that everyone can sort of rally around. But anyway. Yeah. Buddy is is true in that sense. Yeah, buddy, buddy, do you want Buddy on the Celtics? No. Because that means right. Jim Bayheim. All right. Um, so, Rob, mm-hmm. I, I see everyone going crazy in the comments, and you guys are talking about minutes and stuff like that. I, do, I just don't know what people want. He's starting. He's playing 30 minutes. Now it's got to be what 40, 48. I, I want I just... everyone to say I want everyone to say they were wrong mm-hmm. for for thinking he for thinking he would melt playing with the starters and he couldn't handle twenty five to thirty minutes a game and that they aren't better on the floor that of the three bigs that they had. I mean, wasn't he, he? He was he was one of the guys who got benched 
Topin this game, wasn't of the, he? Of the three bigs that they had, he's he was clearly the most impactful and should have been leading the charge. That's all I want. That's We're it. not trying to make him into anything he wasn't. They have they had a they had two other mediocre bigs on the team that we we tried too hard to explain why Tristan Thompson deserved minutes. Yeah, and what but he this is there's this notion Tyson, that no one else should play. And Tice is okay. And we and for some reason, the guy who obviously was the most talented player of the three. We were trying to explain why he should be playing more for for forty games. That's all we we're trying to do. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, but this it is was, where it was, so, it was so easy to explain. It's like it's like it's like us arguing for forty five games that Jason Tatum is good. Like we, the, the the argument should have been put to bed so early. Yet we just kept having it. Yeah, his his effect out on the floor is real, but I don't think him as an individual player is swinging games on his own production. Like he's making it easier for other guys, as you've said. He's a really good fit for some of the talents that are out on the floor, and he's protecting the rim, which is a ginormous need on the team. Yeah. But it just gets taken so far, and I think this is why Brad pushes back on it to yeah. where, like, no one else can play, no one else can close games. I mean, Luke Cornett closed the game well with the, for them at center tonight, and everyone's freaking out because. It, he Brad did apparently and, and find look, a way to and get Grant away from him. Good minutes too. It, of course, every once in a while, different things are going to happen. That's that's the unit that got hot, so he stuck with them. Absolutely. If I'll prepare. You think I'll pre- ever going to happen again? It's it's not. I'll it, start preparing you guys for this too. They're probably not going to extend them this off season. They'll have the chance to, and they probably won't. They'll probably take this right up till free agency in two years. See how he develops. See how consistent he can become, and if he is a starting center for this team, just because I like they think as an organization. I think this is where Danny and Brad actually do come in the line here. They have four centers. Any one of them could close a game on any given night. Who's hot? Who's the best matchup? Uh, who do they feel best who? about? Who? Does any of them? The Celtics have four centers. Yeah, name them right now. They have four that bodies that are in contention to close a game. Yeah, who? Luke Cornett just closed the game over Rob. Oh, my God. All right, I'm out. Oh, there it is. All right, y'all. It just happened. Yeah, a couple days. Yo, Joey, I'll see you, bro. Yeah, I'm going to head up, right here. Yeah. head up, bro. All right, it's good seeing you guys. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, everybody, coming in. It just happened. I'm just saying exactly what happened. Now, Bobby, come on. No, but really? I, I mean, Tice has closed games. Mo Wagner that. against the Bucks played the late Mo minutes. Mo Wagner. Oh, man. You're <laughs> Half trying. The commenters are about to leave. I think, Brad, I think Brad is controlling Bobby's brain somehow. He's tapped in. No, I'm just, I'm just explaining how they look at it. Uh, I'm not man. saying Cornette and Wagner. With I'm not high on Cornette and Wagner. I'm not saying that they're going to be closing games, but <laughs> – you don't think there's gonna be some games where Thompson's gonna be closing? Uh, for for Maybe. for, I think very unlikely. Um, I think you will have a zero big lineup occasionally when Fournier plays oh. to close games, where you could potentially, like I said, mention have someone like Grant out there for shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very yeah. unlikely. Smart, that- Brown. Tatum, I think it's like, very unlikely that off. Tristan would ever close a game over Rob under any circumstances because he's never going to bring you anything you need late in a late game situation. Even when you had the three big rotation, Rob was closing lots of them. Uh, so Rob's going to close almost every game, but you might play a little offense, defense, switcheroo uh, if there's free throws or something and swap out. But no way is Cornette 
or Wagner. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just late game rotations. I'm just saying that's what happened tonight. And if Drummond came in here, I was saying you'd be sending this three ways, and that's something we agreed with uh, coming into tonight. It okay. was a contentious point on Drummond. If they play Philly round one, who do you think's going to get more minutes between Thompson and Rob? What? If Rob. they play Philly, if they play Philly round one, who's going to start? Who's going to get more minutes in all of these games? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly. Trying to figure out how Brad's going to play the centers is an impossible task. That's what I'm who trying to is, explain. I'm not saying this is, is right or wrong. I'm just, are, yeah. Who is and who should might be two completely different answers, but I can guarantee you that it won't be Cornette and it won't be Von Wagner. I'm not saying it's going to be. I'm saying they did it the last two nights. Uh, Jimmy, you did that on purpose. <laughs> it won't be Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, no, it's yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how Cornette. This just yeah. I mean, not- this just became a tornado. Saying like, I should. I think Cornette should close games. I'm saying that the Celtics look at the center position and say, if we have three guys who bring different skill sets here, depending on how the game's going. No. We're going to use one of them. No. And they don't view here. Rob – I don't think they view Rob. Ainge might think because of the, the deadline not with decision these, he made. Not with the three guys on the floor tonight. It just so happened Cornette came in to spell Rob in the fourth – the entire unit got hot. Brad rode them. That's all that happened tonight. Because there was no reason to switch it at that point. It was just going right. well. That That's was, one of the situations you run into. That Fine. it's never going to happen again because once Tristan is activated, you're just not. He's not going to rotate in in that situation. You're just never going to happen. Um, I don't know. So, Cornette can't stretch it. Obviously, Tristan can't that in that way. But you're to your point, John. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get you're going to get two guys back in Thompson. You're going to get three guys. Kemba Walker, Thompson, Fournier. I mean, it's a numbers game at some point. You're not yeah. going to get minutes for for these guys that are coming right. in. Right threw Taco in not. in the first half again. Yeah, you get. Yeah, I mean, what if guys that are what, playing, what if they like, get down by like 13 in a playoff game and they're going to put Cornette and Gardner? Probably going to lose that series. Then. No. <laughs> but I don't think it plays think, into them. Like listen, lot, they're not. They're going to play small ball lineups with their multiple. Yeah, wings. you're going to see a lot more Grant. Yeah, you might see Grant. In like there, I said, yeah. you're going to see Grant in there Brad. with the three wings and to yeah. to, to create spacing all, and shooting. All Brown I'm trying to explain. He did it in the postseason. You'll have Marcus Smart playing the four, you know, in some of these. Yeah, lines, this, is, you know? this is. I mean, you. We're pretty much saying the same thing. They have different skill sets, and they're going to use different guys in there depending on what's going on. They don't view Rob as like Joel Embiid compared to Dwight and Tony yeah. Bradley on the Sixers. It's three equal guys. Rob probably has more leeway than the other two that are here. But it's it's not as big of a gap as Joel and well, Dwight Bobby, Howard, me, for well, example. Uh, I don't Bobby, think they value this. Question. Go ahead, Jimmy. I just don't think they value the center position as much as that's they value all I'm trying position. to say. Well, yeah, Bobby, all 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 season long, you were calling us a bunch of boomers and wanting 1980s era centers, and you're sitting here lobbying for Tristan Thompson and Andre Drummond to get minutes. Uh, I just want as many. Situations. I just want as many guys as options as you can get in here. These aren't the guys you want to be on on the floor really ever, you know. Especially if you have guys, <laughs> you know, you just don't. It just you just don't need it on this team. You don't want it on this team. Yeah. No, you you don't want Rob to be struggling in the first half and have to go in a different direction. But it might. And I told you guys this this Rob starting experience is going to kind of go up and down. It was fantastic from the opening minutes in Milwaukee. You Tonight do it was a realize. More rough. You do realize with not Rob starting at center, the team was 21 and 23. Could you possibly be more up and down than that? Like, why is Rob held? Yeah, but Rob, Rob, Rob was not the to, reason they won the night. 
They have, but I'm saying they have to go undefeated with Robert Center in order for him to maintain. No, I'm not. I'm not going off record or anything like that. I even if they lost to the Bucks yesterday, I would have looked at that game and said Rob was fantastic. Win or lose tonight, I didn't think he was as good. What I'm saying, he wasn't. He wasn't. What I'm saying is to all the players. The other every every player on the team has had a hand in a sub 500 record up to this point. And we're not talking about their inconsistencies and their struggles. And that includes Jalen and Jason and, and stars on this team. And nobody's sitting here having a conversation about, I don't know if it's sustainable to keep Jalen Brown in the starting rotation because they're under 500 right now. So something it's ridiculous. Like, what is it? What is the standard of Rob Williams that he has to play to near perfection to justify his minutes? It's insane. It's it's kind of a different situation at the center position. Like it's more interchangeable. They don't ask those guys to do as much. So if one guy's struggling, they can just call on another guy. And if if it's similar production or a little bit better on any given night, the way they play, it, that's just how it goes here. And if you want that to change, if you want the center to become a more like consequential part of how, how the Celtics do things, you're going to have to fire Brad because he's just never going to change on that front. No, what you do is you let the guy who impacts the game in every way you need it to be impacted do that and then let so – you're going you're gonna to force start shots to Rob? No, you're going to force the issue to him? You're freeing everyone else up to be – to be, let's let's all say it together. The I'm best version of themselves. Classic Brad quote right there. It's the best version of themselves. That's what Rob does. He makes them better because they can be more free and they can be themselves. They'll only be better when they start to re- like acknowledge his presence on the court and get him. I'm not saying force feed Rob. I'm saying the type of style you want to play with these players, you want some big clunky center in there. You got to throw it to in the post. I don't want that at all. You know, No, I just want, I'd rather have Drummond on the roster than Cornette. That's, that's all I feel. I, I think Drummond's better than Cornette. That's no how doubt I feel about, about that. it. Yeah. It's not that. It's if Drummond turns into a – if he came or another big and you and now you've got this minute suck because Brad wants to do the thing that you say, play the situation, play the guy, play the this, play the that, rather than just like just enjoy the Rob experience and just live with it and let him play his 25, 30 minutes each game because ultimately you are better. I just don't know that Brad sees it. And I think he's like – oh, this calls for Cornette or this calls for an Olenek or this calls for Grant minutes. And it's just, I it, I think he's wrong. I, I just think it's, for whatever reason, he thinks it's what they need to do. And I don't I don't think it's right. I don't think it's the right call. I mean, if we I, I, I hate the whole big lineups, Bobby, I'm going to lose my mind, man. Oh, yeah. no, they can't do that. I'll lose my mind about that too. I, I, I hate <laughs> that I get seen as an anti-Rob guy and the tweets get thrown at me and all that stuff whenever he does right because I do love him. I, I think he's an awesome prospect. <laughs> You've made your bed, Bobby. You're no, I know there. I have, but, okay. but I just hey, I, I just feel like I need I just feel like I need to do it. You're a Bledsoe guy, my friend. You are a Bledsoe guy. Sadly, so am I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would be. I could see that. No, I yeah. – in 2001, I was upset yeah. that if it was if if Bledsoe was healthy, uh, he should get his job back. And when Brady got knocked out of that game and Bledsoe That's came in it and, and they yeah. won the playoff game I absolutely, yeah. against Pittsburgh, I absolutely wanted Bledsoe to start in the Super Bowl, and I was certain they won. That's- yeah, that's right. That the base started back up because of that. Yeah, yes, and I was certain they, that. they won in spite of Brady, not because of him. Um, yeah. That is a crazy one. So. 
There were a lot of people in that camp. A lot of people. No, Bledsoe is a real one. Shout out to Bledsoe because that (laughs) Bledsoe is a real one, dude. That's a tough quarterback, man. I'm owning that one. I love Drew. He used to. He used to. I I mean, obviously, he got hurt. The way he got hurt, man, he nearly. yeah. Career nearly ended right there. Like that was if you yeah. lived it the way like my age there too is you know well you know, you had that one spike where they went to the Super Bowl and then oh, yeah, you really suffered yeah, in the eighties, but then that drought, you talk about suffering a couple of one win seasons, that was dark. So Drew Bledsoe was a freaking angel sent from up above to save us. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was, was a man. He was He's the like man. He was real. Was a baby. Yeah, he brought true. the franchise back to like to respectability. So it was hard to not love Drew, and he was a good soldier about it. So uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah, he was the best. he'll never be remembered for what he truly was to the franchise, which was super important. But at the time, I thought Brady was a jag. He's a little dink and dunk guy. He wasn't super impressive, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, he was. That. Yeah, could take sure. the hit. He could take the even that, that year. I mean, that year he wasn't even great. Yeah, he was average. As yeah. a quarterback, but they so were Bobby, waiting I'll around. The heat off you. You, you, you. If you're you're the anti-Rob guy for the rest of your life, <laughs> exactly. I was the anti-Tom Brady guy. That's worse. Okay? <laughs> yeah, and Rob. Yeah, hope hopefully Rob's Rob's career path doesn't take the same trajectory as Brady, so you can live yeah. your life unlike like you don't have to be like Steve Bartman or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep my I'll keep my Cam Newton thoughts to myself to save myself even more in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, but that's um, yeah, that's, uh, that's fine. People are throwing it out there. What do you guys think? Let's say okay. Let's let's be real. Drummond probably goes to the Lakers. Um, yeah, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Olenek? Like so it. I'm hearing. I, I checked Olenek in with get bought out because it's not right now. Yeah, so I, I checked in with Rocket Circles, and for for cheetahs doesn't buy guys out. I guess so. It's just not going to happen. Like I'm barring a surprise, he's just not going right. to pay a guy to leave the team. Interesting. Um, what do I think of Kelly Olenek? I think he didn't do enough to get Durant here to Boston. That's what I think. Failure. Last, yeah, you, still him, you won't let him live that down. Huh? Was it the tie-dye uh, t-shirt you think it was? Was that? I swear, I swear Olenek had a more negative impact negative, to that negotiation sure. than, than Brady had positive. Come on, I don't know man. how really? you do not show up with that homely looking dude there and be like, "Come hang out with us." The they man absolutely said no to allowing him into that negotiation. Tough. That's a a, that's a hot take. Embarrassing. <laughs> no, it is that reduced you. that reduced their chances by at least ten percent, guaranteed. The man, the man more small time. <laughs> made him look small time. Small time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what was going to be the starting line? It's, well, like taking was... somebody, it's like taking him to D'Angelo's, you know, like, and like <laughs> you know? No, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Had powder, you had clam powder for D'Angelo's. It's delicious, man. I will say, uh, no, no, forget the Olenek thing. Like the nicest place, like right off the Check store. Check it out, man. Friggin' number nine D'Angelo? pocket. It's awesome. There, yeah. are, there are NBA people that said. Why the why the Celtics bring Tom Brady for a Celtics pitch? Like it just it, it felt kind of weird. He's a huge he was, Brady because he's a huge Brady guy. I know, but it had nothing to do with favorite the Celtics. Athlete. This it is had to do with athlete. being in New England. Go through Boston, the other guys, though. Being a legend in the in the city. Go through the other guys. Demarcus Gorgie or Ole, or Linux doesn't. Oh, no to Demarcus. Yeah, Demarcus has just been sitting around with no interest for a reason. Uh, Jang, I. Gordy. He was good. I love the name. He yeah, was good for him. He, he was fun. good. Let's go with him. Yeah, but he's been awful for two years. I don't know if he's just falling off a cliff at this point. 
No, Bobby. I mean, it's, this is the bio market. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, in. like, guess what? Yeah. He's an They're all off the cliff. He's an old school dude, you know? He He's shoots big, the three. No shot, no shot whatsoever. They're not quick on their feet. Lateral movement. That's it, you know? You you end up teamless at the end of the day, you know? A lot of these bigs, they're, they're, their careers are cut short because of this. I'd give Jang a flyer because he's probably better than Cornette. In you the think same he's role. better than Wagner or Cornette? Probably. You Was keep Wagner, though. You keep Wagner. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Wagner's like the hustle guy right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. You just throw him in. Like you, you need some energy or whatever. You're about, down by a ton. You can shoot you know threes. I like the most about him. I know it's only been two games, but the way he was running into to, to create screens, I'm like, that's the kind of energy we haven't seen all year. Well, Thompson does it a little bit. Shout out to your boy Bobby. I give him talk. I give Thompson that. But you don't see a lot of guys just that that emphasis on on creating hard screens and running into them. And right. Yeah, you want No. Yeah. With this roster spot, you want a guy who's actually going to play if you can find it. And Olenek would probably play a little bit. Jang um, would probably play in certain situations. Sex Pants would not. Uh, Cousins would not, and uh, oh, somebody, the other dude, one? somebody brought up Poirier as a. I did, yeah. Oh yeah, my he god! Did. <laughs> well, he's How up there. You, That's his government name. That's funny. How dare you, dude? Sex Ponce. How dare you? Why is it all? Uh, it's a great nickname. Too bad they're not allowed to bring back Jeff Teague. That's a tricky little rule. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's too bad. So what happened there? What, what, what happened to the Gary Payton rule? Is that what it was? Remember Gary yeah, Payton? Yeah, you can't you can't take the guy back after. Yeah, that's dirty. Otto cool. Porter, uh, Otto Porter is one who got me intrigued, but the Magic are keeping him. It sounds like. Yeah, I thought that would have been an interesting one. Yeah, he fit a need pretty badly. Yeah, I, again, they probably. That was, that was up for discussion. I'm like Orlando, you don't you guys need bodies right now? Like I was surprised. <laughs> I know he's I know he's a little older, but well, you know he's definitely a rotation player for those guys. The yeah. reason I love Drummond is because he wasn't going to be the last guy in the roster. He was actually going to join the middle of the roster from the last spot, which I think would be a creative way to improve yeah. the team. But yeah, you're if, not getting if it's, Drummond. If it's really the fifteenth man, it's not going to matter who yeah. it is. Whoever you get is going into locker room two. That's a that's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, immediately. <laughs> and at some point, you probably just keep Cornette. Like you yeah, just yeah, yeah, the locker room two face. guy, and you're no and, and we're yeah. No. If you're sitting here debating whether or not you know he he supplants a cornet guy, like he's probably not worth doing it. You know, hey, is Kyle Corver a free agent? I don't know. Probably. Mm. For those of, for for all of you guys watching, I don't think so. Locker room two in the in the TD Garden is like a closet. It is tough. They, they, I think the TD Garden has the worst locker room. It's in, incredible. In the because it's the awesome. Bruins, because it's the Bru- the Bruins run the show there, so the Celtics get second fiddle. They first of all, the visiting locker room is worse than a high it's school a locker room. It's, it's so bad. It for it is. I kind of so like that. Bad. It is. You know what? It you reminds me of a high school locker room. It does. I'm actually glad that it is because that's how it should be. You shouldn't yeah. be whining and first. dining. You yeah. should be whining <laughs> and dining the opposition. They should have to suffer in that but room. But the Celtics is do. a box like that. Yeah. These locker rooms should be massive. You know, they have like, two teams, right? Oh, because the Bruins have a really yeah. nice big locker room. Bruins but hockey locker rooms, generally speaking, are. But the, vi- the Bruins think, house. Think about the Bruins the, house. Visiting hockey team has a shitty locker room. Re- uh, I guess they don't call it a locker room. They call it a uh, dressing room. Dressing room, and you can't walk on the B. 
it's, it's not it's not there anymore the new place it's it, it, they, they oh moved. really yeah it's on the ceiling oh thank god i almost got into so many freaking fights about that i've gotten yelled i got yelled at like crazy uh, that was the first couple of years covering the team anyway there's a huge b in the center of a not that big a locker room and during the playoffs in the visitors you no, literally couldn't no, get from one place to another, and there was four guys whose job it was just to tell you not to step on the B. It's literally the only yeah. reason they were employed. Like they're, <laughs> they're just what? guys from like Southie and Charlestown. Yeah. They just say, "Why don't Put you guys stand?" And you know, <laughs> hey, don't step on the B, kid. Hey, get the like, fuck oh. off! I'm like what? <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, guy. Step on the you B. Get they would grab you? veteran writers and actually strong arm them off the B, and they'd be <laughs> really? like, "Yeah, this guy." That- that would be 10 times funnier in the visitor's locker room. It's crazy. <laughs> but going back to what I was saying, I can only imagine how awful locker room two is yeah, for these Celtics be. players. I mean, like you said, John, I mean, they're they're like worse than high school locker rooms. So. Yeah, it is bad. Uh, but, yeah, locker room two, that's, you know, anyone who – You're getting a locker room that, two guy. About the divide on the teams and how there's the A team and the B team. and That was funny, yeah. Yeah. You know who's on the B team. Um, so, so there's nobody really that they, that they can get, assuming they're not going to get Drummond? No, that's it, Jimmy. Uh, I mean, this is how buyouts go. We always predict it's going to be someone amazing, and then it's like Jonathan Gibson. Remember him? <laughs> We've had some awful, awful buyout guys. I mean, was Crawford a buyout? Buyout and awful are synonymous. There's a reason was guys Jordan get bought Crawford out. A buyout? No, they traded for him at the Troy deadline. Murphy. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. yeah, that worked out. Yeah, I mean, just think Michael about Finley what a buyout is. is. Michael yeah. Finley. Oh, I know. The other team hates the guy so much they're giving him money to leave. Like, obviously, they're not huge, high-impact guys, not you know? Always and that's why that, when I heard Drummond, I got really, really excited. You really an awesome team to get a good buyout guy. Like the Celtics in 2008 when they got Cassell and P.J. Brown. I mean, those guys weren't superstars, but they, they did exactly what you wanted them to do when they came in. And, you know, the yeah. Celtics just aren't in that position this year. They're not going to get the most coveted – buyout guys or guys that are going to yeah. fit the role perfectly they're, they're not the not. Lakers. that's what the lakers are and they're not the lakers they're not the Lakers. guys like that the they go to the lakers they go you know in those the years LaMarcus Aldridge today. The, Celtics, the michael finley's the troy murphy's they just clung clung on to try to win a title and they're going to go yeah. to the top teams. yeah that's true yeah that that's why i got so excited about drummond because you usually don't get a guy that good in the buyout market thoughts you on marcus what about what bobby said though what about kyle Korver? what what, what if they drive, pull up to his to his place to pull pull uh what, what they did to pj brown in new orleans and, and, and try to convince him to come along you know Jalen could call him Jalen could talk to him a little bit yeah if he's, in, if he's fresh and in shape that could be interesting he's a guy that was always in shape he would have unreal off seasons come in ready to go i don't know what he's up to now but i'm surprised he's not on a team i think Jalen can make that phone call make it happen they work together uh, you know there are a lot of stuff they're again you probably week. rather have another wing day. than four bigs right i i would yeah, for sure. That's the whole point. If what you're bringing in now is going to just be, you know, like you said, bench fodder, back of the, you know, back of the bus sort of stuff, competing with Wagner and Cornette for a roster spot here, there's no point. So you're right. I'd rather bring in another wing or somebody else or just somebody who only sure. can somebody to bury Neesmith and just shoot to bury a little bit more. Shoot, Probably. Guys. I'm telling you, whether it's like 45 or. Uh, you know, 53s, 40 to 40 to 53s. Like, that's can we, Kyle Corbett. Yeah. Sign, sign me up. Can we sign talk about a specialist? Specialist that said that brings something you don't have. Absolutely. Exactly. Or, or adds depth at a place that you need it. But you'll be Maddie Bucks, An exact voice. I don't care about Neesmith. <laughs> Look, my, my Neesmith point, I think it's again, I don't mean to keep, I want to, I don't want to make it over and over and over again. Yeah, we I, got you. I, we want to see him play to see if he can. At this point, 
I don't think he can. Um, yeah. So if you have if if it's him versus Semi, I'll just keep running Neesmith out there and see if he can give you anything. If it's him versus somebody who's you know now that you have another wing and you have Fournier in there, and when Romeo comes back, who again I think is going to be ahead of Neesmith because he has a year under his belt. I, I don't think there's a path to minutes for Neesmith there, and that's fine. It was just, if you're going to be playing Javante and these stiffs, develop this guy and see if you can catch lightning in a bottle, and maybe he can help you down the stretch. At this point, it's a lost season for him. Well, he, here's your buyout option. Romeo Langford, he's essentially going to be that. I think he's going to play on Monday. So yep. let's see what he's got. He'll probably jump right into that rotation the way it's looking. And probably. Get minutes. Semi Ojale is going to miss some time here. Yeah, I think so too. So, Dude, um, all right, we're talking about guys missing time. Did we talk about Fournier at all, or no? No, we could talk about him a little bit. So he tweeted today. What did he say? I'm he said, fine. It's so weird seeing Vooch in a different uniform. LOL. That was three hours. He's ago. a big tweeter. Hey, well, like maybe like tweet more and stop getting COVID. You know, like what, what's going on here? <laughs> It's so yeah. weird seeing Vooch a different uniform, and then someone goes, going to be just as weird seeing you in a new one, too. Good luck, Evan. Thanks again for the years in Orlando. And then he said, 24 minutes ago, my man, thanks for the true support over the years. It meant a lot. So he sounds, and I am a doctor, he sounds okay based on these tweets. So I don't know if it's just a, a protocol short-term thing. I mean, it's impossible to get information on, I guess, what's going on. Bobby, you, you don't – you have you – seen or heard anything on the twitter sphere so yeah, I, does anybody know if it's he was just in contact with someone because obviously then he'll play much quicker we, but we never know on these things like romeo right. was yeah. in the protocol disappeared for three freaking weeks you know like tristan we have no word on no no idea no idea if this is he has it or he was just you know was near somebody no idea yeah i think usually there'll be a sense from the team that they would assure things if it was more contact related and that's more of like a couple of days, a couple of tests and you're out of it. When it just pops up like this and they don't say anything about it, I get a little more concerned about the longer end of things. Uh, I, again, I don't actually know anything on this. I don't know if he tested positive or not, but it nobody seemed, said anything. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. It seemed no. like back when you had the contact guys that were Jalen, semi, those type of guys, you sort of knew that they were in the contact program, whereas Tatum had tested positive. You heard that for the report. The only guy you didn't really know earlier in the season was Carson. It seemed like he was in that contact group, but then he went back because he actually tested positive. So I'd be worried about Fournier here missing longer a longer amount of time because there's no one to connect Jesus. him back to in Orlando. Uh, obviously, he hasn't contacted anyone in the Celtics yet, and he shouldn't be contacting anyone in the outside world. So unless he was out like crazy in Florida, like which is certainly a possibility. Like, like yeah, you said, don't even you take, tweet. take a bad flight or something? Like, No, I doubt he that's should be what flying, it was. He should be flying private. He should be the only one in the in the damn plane. Let's be, let's be real. He flew to Boston. He took a physical. And then this happened. It's, it, it's kind of – you can kind of read the sequence of events there. Right. Uh, so Boston, Boston once again. That's too bad. Might not, honestly, see, him, might not see him for a while. This like, is a real bummer. It's a um, huge bummer. I mean, like John said, you like you brought in a guy on the short term to play a couple months, and he's going to miss. You know, he could miss. I guess you know two weeks. I mean, the whole home, the whole home stretch here. Um, it's that's packed. tough because if are you coming, coming and coming, yeah, that's if, like if ten you, games, right? <laughs> For this season, that's that's right. a lot. Two weeks is a lot. 
if you threw him into the lineup tonight and then had him for those seven games, it that's where I really thought they would have been cooking. And now they're just going to kind of be in the same situation. If they played like they did tonight against any team that had real talent, they they were probably going to lose. Terrible. They just got a they just got a good uh, man. Horford going out tonight just added to the break they got here. No Shea, no Horford. I mean, they were missing. I mean, and then friggin' Dort goes out with Dort. a concussion. I mean, my guy Dort. Yeah, Lou Dort. Pokusef- Pokushevsky went down with the knee pain. Yeah, so, yeah they caught a million breaks. But he was out for a little while. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Thank so God. We'll see. They're back Monday. Seven game. Um, seven game <laughs> homestand. Um, so there's Zion. some stuff to look forward to. We got you Zion got- coming, right? You got fans coming back, which is cool. Um, fans get to see Zion after all. That's pretty uh, lucky. They get to see Romeo right on time. Romeo, Romeo was probably just waiting for fans. And we got um, Charlotte coming in uh, soon this week, right? Oh, sure. Uh, Sunday, a week from tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Video tribute, video tribute, video tribute. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Right. So, you got fans for that? Yeah, that would be interesting. They're going to do it, right? Is he going to get – Yep. Is he gonna get cheered or booed? Probably, probably booed, booed. right? Well, there's only gonna be two thousand fans in the stadium. They're gonna throw so. cheese at him. You, you hear <laughs> it though. I mean, going from zero to two thousand, you hear the difference. Head to the so, Wellesley Cheese stock, Shop, stock up, is, bring it to this, the garden. This is kind of surprising. I thought tickets would be going for a lot more, but you can actually get balcony seats for the Zion game for ninety bucks on StubHub right now. You, you, Jimmy, you got to get oh, in yeah. there and start Pritchard's Corner or whatever you want to call it. Pritchard's Perch. Pritchard's Perch. Pritchard's Perch. Corner. I mean, month later, he remembered. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're out of gas. It's late. Um, so we're going to wrap it up, but we'll be mm-hmm. back for Monday's game. And then we've got a ton of them coming up. So you'll see us again. Any breaking news? It's very possible we pop up. If you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channels. Um, and you get notified when we go live. Um, should they buy out? If they get Drummond, we'll pop up. We'll talk about it tomorrow, any other big moves. Uh, but otherwise, uh, look for us again on Monday. Check out our YouTube channel for uh, all of our uh, press conferences and other videos that are going to be coming out. Uh, I got later. a new column out on the website. Uh, Bobby out. Manning. Yep, okay. On Evan Fournier. Um, the Celtics did their – Danny did the right thing by getting Fournier for the Celtics and why it's going to help. So read Bobby Manning, clnsmedia.com, uh, Josue Pavone, heavy.com, and CLNS Media. Um, also, uh, tomorrow, 1220, uh, joining Christian Arcane on uh, uh, 98.5 The Sports 95. Oh, so it's not too yeah. early, guys. A little Sunday service, not too early, so 1220. Yeah, nice. we have call in and, and heckle you a little bit or what? <laughs> you guys you suggested that last time and I was worried. So don't no. well don't heckle Joe Sway, but all of you guys in the yeah. chat, there's still over a thousand of you here. Check it out. Joe Sway's yeah, on the radio out, tomorrow. Man. Yeah, it's call been about twelve hours, so you should be you should be awake for that. Yeah. Yeah. Get your cool. get your get your beauty rest. Come on in. Yeah. Ask Do Joe that. Sway a couple couple brain busters. We'll be ready. Yep. We love it. Um, Arcane's so, yeah. a Celtics guy. Yeah. There's plenty to talk about. You're there. You're there. You're there. We're good. Anyway, good night, everybody. Uh, We will see you guys on Monday.